welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Got a Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Mostly to me. I've been on vacation a bit. Well, not necessarily vacation, but I did have a bit of a vacation, and that is actually going to be the subject of today's episode. So, uh, also a bit of medical problems, but you know what? It's nothing serious. It's just tonsillitis and a bit of cavities and a bit of something else. You know what? So, everything's good. We are back for another episode. Here we go. Okay, so uh, today's episode is going to be about my trip to Moscow. Not necessarily, well, not necessarily, but not only about the trip to Moscow, but it's also going to be about what I did there, of course, which is, uh, you may be saying, well, duh, that's what, of course you're going to talk about what you did there. But specifically, I'm also going to talk about the process because I went there to get my passport renewed. I had to get a new passport. Uh, mine had run out of visa spots, and also my picture was from uh, me of eight years ago. Bit different. I was 19 at the time. Now I'm 27. Uh, for now, you get older, as you may know. So anyways, uh, as we do, we like to start off with a bit of a trivia question. So today's trivia question is going to be, what is the name of the ship that Captain Nemo piloted? in 20,000 leagues under the sea. So again, that is, what is the name of the ship that Captain Nemo piloted in 20,000 leagues under the sea? So, here we go. Now, my trip to Moscow. It was fun. There you go, episode done. No, uh, so my trip to Moscow was fun. It was great. It was, there was a lot of fun. There's a lot of interesting things that I didn't expect. And there's a lot of things that I did expect, but not in the way I expected them. <laughs> so, but uh, well, I'll start off with the basic stuff. I'll start off with talking about like going there. Now, obviously, before you go anywhere, you got to buy your tickets. You got to book your hotel. That was surprisingly easy, even, even as a foreigner. I booked the tickets myself. Um, now, I will say that the, I was with a person and they did the checking in. And I'll talk about the process of that, of what I know. I didn't do it myself because I wasn't the person who was registered for the hotel but the, like there is a process to it if you're foreign so starting off it's it was basically the same as any i think i, I even bought the tickets on expedia um or something like that or i, I forget exactly which one it was maybe in booking.com but it was one of those websites that everybody uses um and yeah just simply bought the tickets for the hotel or bought the booked the hotel i will say the tickets were on a different website. Um, so I booked the hotel on just a regular ticket booking website, Expedia. Um, and it's pretty straightforward. Nothing special to it. You just book it just like normal. Boom, you're done. You know, nothing special to it. Um, there were a few things. I think we ended up calling the hotel about some stuff. I don't exactly remember. It was, it was about a month ago at this point, And um, I'm not a 100% sure exactly what we did. But yeah, it was, it was pretty easy stuff. The train tickets were also easy, actually. We just went on uh, the Erjede website and we booked the tickets just through there. You just choose your tickets. You know, you choose what type of train you want to do. You choose where you want to sit. Um, if it's going to be like next to a window, or if it's going to be the dining cabin, or if it's going to be, you know, wherever. You just choose your ticket. It tells you the price. You pay it. Very straightforward. And what I really like is, well, for this one, it didn't... Um, send it directly to my Apple thing because it was sent to someone else's email. But if I had sent it to my own email, they will, auto if you have an iPhone, which I do, 
it will automatically take those tickets and put them into your phone. So for example, like when you press to get your card up, uh, you can just swipe over and your like tickets will be there. And it does that for planes as well, if you didn't know. Uh, it's really wonder, it's really, really convenient. And so that made it everything very easy. You know, I just showed up with my, I didn't print anything actually. Uh, my train tickets, I just simply had it on my phone. I brought up the picture, the guy scanned it. He wrote, um, he checked my name on the list. You know, this is your name, okay? This is who's traveling. And uh, off I went. So, like, buying the tickets and booking the hotel was very simple. There was nothing special to it. It's just, just like normal traveling, you know? Um, for those of you who are not Russian, yeah, it's just the same. Now, I will say with hotels, you do need to take a registration if you're foreign. And they do your registration, stuff like that. So they register you for the days you're staying there. And then when you go back to where you live, you have to go get re-registered in your city. It's registration is just simply like a document saying that you are there staying for a couple days. I think it's only for foreigners. I don't know if um, uh, non-foreigners have to, do, locals have to do it. Um, but I know that is the process for foreigners as in so far as I know. Um, I didn't do it though because the person I was with did the uh, hotel checking in and everything. So I guess it was unnecessary. I don't know. They never asked me for anything, you know. I'm not like the kind of person that's going to be like, wait, you forgot to ask me about this. Um, no, you, I just, you know, if they ask me, they ask me. If they don't ask me, they don't ask me, you know. So, but the hotel was nice. We stayed at an uh, Azimut hotel. Originally, I was going to book like a Radisson or a, what's the other one that do? Hilton. Um, I was going to book one of those, but uh, I was swayed by the person I was staying with that we should do azimuth because it is cheaper. It wasn't a whole heck of a lot cheaper. Maybe it was like an extra $20, $30 cheaper, so about like 2,000, 1,000 rubles cheaper. Um, and I mean, yeah, it was, it was very close to the United States Embassy as well, which was convenient. It only took me about 15 minutes to walk to the embassy, which was nice. Um, so, you know, I, I think it was a great selection. I think, to be honest, it didn't really matter for me. Like, exactly where it's going to be. Like, I didn't care that much. Um, so, and it ended up being great. We had a great view of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs building, which is absolutely massive. If you've ever seen one of those massive, like, Soviet type of, like, overbearing type of buildings that they see in Moscow like it was one of those it was one of those buildings and it was really interesting to kind of look out of the window all the time and just see it there <laughs> it was a bit um I don't know it felt like it was just boating over you boating is that a word I think it's a word anyways it felt like it was just watching you um which I guess makes sense it's the Ministry of Foreign Affairs but yeah you know it was a cool building, though. I enjoyed it. There was lots of stuff around the town, though. Like, where we stayed was quite nice. It was quite close to Moscow City as well, which is the big business district, which is where you have all the massive skyscrapers and stuff like that you might see in uh, photos of Moscow. So, now, uh, the other part that I want to talk about is just traversing Moscow, so getting around Moscow. So, the main way that we got around Moscow was, I would say, number one, walking, number two, the metro. We used the metro twice, though. And if I'm going to be completely honest, I hated the metro. A lot of people talk about how beautiful it is, and there are some beautiful stations. But in general, I hated it. Like, I live in St. Petersburg, and the St. Petersburg metro is simpler. And I think that's a lot better. I remember the Moscow metro where there were so many people. It was older. It was just, it felt weird. It felt dark. It felt a bit, like, kind of unwelcoming. 
and I just remember like it, like the tunnels were so long everything was just walking there was so much to it like you felt like you were just getting lost in a labyrinth while you were there and it just felt I didn't like it I didn't like it at all it reminded me a bit of like when I went to New York City and I took the metro there and the metro there was kind of the same thing it was a bit dark as a bit yeah you know not not welcoming um because it's old right old metros are like that st petersburg one is slightly newer i think by 20 or so years um i definitely like the st petersburg metro more and so well it works the same way though in st petersburg we have the podorozhnik which is your travel card which works in the same way moscow has troika um and those work uh, for buses metro everything like that public transport you just use it on that um, and it was easy, you know, you just touch the screen, you pay 100 rubles, you put on your money, and then you get your card, you know, so it's like 100 rubles for the card, plus whatever money you're going to put on there. It's very simple, you do it at a kiosk, I didn't talk to a single person while I was there, um, same with St. Petersburg, you don't talk to a single person to get the, tr well, no, Podorozhnik, I think you need to talk to a person, but I don't know, I, I, I like St. Petersburg Metro more, it's easier. Some of the stations are a lot newer. I didn't go to every station, obviously. Moscow has a million metro stations. Um, I only went to a handful of them, but I didn't particularly like the ones that I went to. Um, the main the way that we got around, though, was walking, uh, which is, you can in Moscow, you know? St. Petersburg is better in terms of walking because it's smaller, um, it's more compact. Moscow very felt very, it felt very sprawling. It felt like, there was just so much space. It felt like you were just walking and walking and walking to go anywhere. Um, and I think I like St. Petersburg more in that aspect, just simply because it's like you can just walk and you don't have to worry about it being too far. You know, I talked about that earlier in an earlier episode, how like if you want to go to a club or a, a restaurant or a cafe, you know, it's like the, whatever you want is like within 10, 15 minutes of walking wherever you are. And that's what I like about St. Petersburg. Moscow was a bit different. It felt a bit more like America, really. It felt a bit more like Europe in the sense of where you have all these kind of like, not dead zones, but living zones where people live. There's a few small shops there. But in general, I felt like the center ran out pretty quickly. And to be honest, the center felt less central than the center of St. Petersburg. Um, St. Petersburg has a much older feel to it because it's older. Um, but no, is it? I don't know. Strike that. Don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> um, so, but anyways, yeah, it, like it, it felt very big, but it was nice though. There's a lot of nice stuff there. The buildings were nice. The houses were nice. The restaurants were nice. The scenes were nice. Uh, we lived near the, uh, new Arbat street and, uh, we walked down there several times. It was very nice. It had all these lights. There it was quite romantic. You know, there was a Krispy Kreme. And Auntie Annie's, Aunt, Auntie Annie's, whatever you, whatever you call it. I don't know. I was so happy about the Krispy Kreme, though. And I went there and I got it myself a donut. I haven't had a Krispy Kreme donut in, like, since I come, came to Russia, like, five years ago. You know, it's been, it's probably eight years since I had a Krispy Kreme donut. I always got my do donuts from Publix. Publix donuts are better. And uh, so I was excited to have a Krispy Kreme. I had two of them, you know. I won't lie. I had two of them. I had a Cinnabon as well. This was over the course of three days, by the way. I didn't just, I didn't stuff my face with two donuts and a Cinnabon all at the same time. That would be uh, unheard of. 
No, it's heard of, but dangerous. Don't do it. Don't eat that much sugar. It's dangerous. Sugar's bad for you, you know? Have a little bit of sugar. Be reasonable. Eat fruit, right? Cinnabon, while delicious, is bad. Anyways, this, is, this isn't a health show. You didn't come here for health, you know? You came here to listen to me talk about stuff, about walking around, so Moscow, walking around Moscow. It was pretty good, though. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. We, we Thankfully, it was quite sunny the last day we were there. The first day we were there, it was kind of rainy, kind of snowy, um, which was a very cool sight to see Moscow City with the snow. Um, but the other sites were, yeah, pretty good as well. Um, maybe I would have enjoyed it more if it would have been if it had been uh, a bit sunnier, a bit warmer, a bit cold. You know, I had to wear my jeans the whole time. I don't like jeans. Um, so if I could have worn shorts, it would have been better. But that's, I mean, I went in the beginning of April. That's only my fault. Um, but anyways, it was quite accessible, though. It was quite accessible. There was a lot to go around. There was also a lot of, like, these massive shopping centers, which I don't like. Um, and they felt kind of weird. Uh, one shopping center I went to was, and I've seen this in Russia before, too. It's like this big building, this big shopping center building. And you go inside. And you just look around and you feel like there's not a lot of space in there. It's like the outside looks so big. You go inside. It just feels like just hallways. Like, where did the rest of this building go? And I found a couple of those there. And I didn't like it. Um, and I think that's that's not really a, a Moscow thing. That's just an in general thing. So, But the rest of it, there, there was bike paths and stuff like that to walk around. There's always sidewalks, always places to go. It was, it was very easy to walk around. You know, It was very convenient. You could bike everywhere. You could walk everywhere. Um, I will say, though, and I was there on a weekend. I was there on a Saturday and a Sunday. And I will say Moscow just feels a bit more dead compared to St. Petersburg in terms of just people walking around. Like, people stay in these central parts, but then the other parts are just, like, nobody there. Or St. Petersburg, you feel like there's always people everywhere because it's so uh, easy, like, walkable. It's very walkable. So, there were... Um, lots of buses and trains as well, trams and things like that. I personally didn't take any because I like walking. But I will say that like it was very easy to get a bus if you needed to. You could just hop on a bus. They were always everywhere. Um, you know, same thing. You use your trike. You just get on. You hop on. You you take it where you need to go and you get off. Um, it, so it's pretty easy. Same thing with trams. There's, they were just always walking around. Always the stuff going around. Um, but as I said, I didn't take any because I didn't feel the need to. Uh, I felt like metro and walking was pretty good if you're just going to be a tourist for a couple days, you know. But I like walking. I think I averaged about 25, 26,000 steps a day while I was there. So uh, if you don't like walking that much, then uh, yeah, perhaps take a bus. So. Um, so while we were there, of course, we went to a lot of cafes and restaurants. Now, I'm a big cafe person. I love myself a good cup of coffee and a pastry to go with it. And there was this cafe there that I really like, Chleb uh, Nasushni. And it was like another cafe we have here. It's kind of like, imagine a Starbucks-y style cafe, but it, like they had different themes in them. The one I went to originally uh, had like a book theme to it. There's like all these books on the wall. It, was very, it felt very cafe, you know, very homey, very relaxing, comfortable and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed it. Um, so if you go to Moscow, definitely go to Chleb Nasushny. It's great coffee, great pastries, and uh, you'll, you'll love it. You know, I went to, I think, well I, well, I was there for three days. I think I went to about four or five of them. So, <laughs> like, they're, they're good to go to. Great place to get a cup of coffee, and they do all sorts of, you know, 
the different types of milk, coconut milk, soy milk, uh, oat milk, and all that stuff. They have it there. And, you know, they can make your latte with it. and It's good. Very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, the coffee was good. The pastries were good. Highly enjoyed it. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, so I, that's pretty much the only cafe I went to just because it was easy. Uh, there's some other restaurants that we went to. We went to, well, hmm. So the first restaurant we went to was, actually, I don't remember the first restaurant we went to, but there's this one restaurant we really liked, which was like, it was like a market style restaurant where you go in, you know, those places where like you go into one big building and there's just lots of little restaurants inside that little big area, like a market stall type of restaurant type, like a food court. And um, it was good. It was really good. We had pizza there that was fantastic. I had a burger there that was fantastic. Um, person I was with had fish and chips. Very good. Very tasty. You know, I enjoyed everything I had in that place. Same thing. I got a profiterole as well. It was very good. And um, yeah, I, I, we went back um, again. You know, we went we went there one day. And we went back the next day because it was just that good. Uh, it, was, it was quite far. It was a 45 minute walk from our, our, uh, our flat. Not a flat, a uh, hotel room. So, but it was good. It was good. Uh, we also, I mean, there's lots of restaurants all over the place. We went to a bar as well called Ravesnik, and it was good. It was good. It, like, the beer was good. Um, the lager I had, or the, the beer, I, well, I don't know if it was a lager or not, but I think it was. Uh, it was cheap. I think it was only like 150 rubles, 200 rubles. It was good. Had a nice flavor to it. I think it had a bit of a citrusy flavor to it, if I remember correctly. Same thing, I also had a cherry beer as well, and that had, uh, it was definitely cherry beer. You know, sometimes you get a cherry beer, and it tastes just like cherry. It tastes like cherry juice, carbonated. But this one tasted like beer with cherry, and I really liked that, you know. I thought it was an interesting take on the normal, overly sweet saccharine type of cherry beer that you normally get at Belgian restaurants and stuff, like the Creeks and Lambics and things like that. So I really enjoyed it. And everything was walkable too. We walked everywhere, um, so it was easy to get around. You know, you just popped in, you saw something you liked, kind of like St. Petersburg, but just bigger. So um, there are there are other places around. We went to a big park near the Kremlin and uh, near Red Square, and I forget the name of it. I remember the park that the person I wanted that I went with wanted to go to that we didn't get to go to, but I do. We did go to this other park. And it was fun. It was fun. It was nice. The park was really nice. Uh, the bathrooms were weird and they were underground and they felt like a bomb shelter. But I mean, they had a restaurant there. They had museums there. They had shows there. Uh, it's really cool. You know, we went on this bridge that went over the, over the thing. We also saw this, um, this set of statues that we saw. It was like they had eight or nine different things like different types of vices that parents have bad parents have i thought it was a very interesting statue it had a very interesting message to it although there was one statue that was very i don't want to say soviet but quite soviet and quite interesting uh this statue was one of the vices you know they had like alcoholism and neglect and things like that but one of them was uh irresponsible science I thought that was an interesting one. That felt like something of like inventors of yore, you know, in the 1800s, like mixing chemicals and blowing up their lab. Um, I guess also in the Soviet times, they had lots of scientists and things like that. It was very, very big uh, science and math and stuff like that in the Soviet Union and, and now still. Um, and so I guess irresponsible science can definitely go awry and yeah, leave, uh, you know, an orphan. 
Um, so yeah, it was an interesting statue. I thought it had an interesting message. I liked the whole thing though. I thought it had a very good message. Um, but that one just, the, the, the name Irresponsible Science was just funny to me. Um, so anyways, cafes, restaurants, let's move on to shopping. Because we did go to a lot of different stores. We went to, well, the big ones we went to was, were Goom. We went to the Central Children's Shopping Mall, which is kind of children-y. But, I mean, adults were there. Lots of adults were there. I was there. There was also some American stores, especially one that I went to inside, which I will elaborate on. Don't worry. So, Goom, the first one we went to, was this fantastic place. It's the best shopping center I've been to in my life. Look it up. Goom. Like G-U-M. Like gum, but goom. And just look it up. Goom Moscow. It's beautiful. It's it's amazing. Like the whole inside just felt like a movie set. It was a work of art. It was beautiful. And it has like these three hallways with every luxury brand and like all these big name brands that you can think of. Like mostly luxury is for rich people. But, I mean, there was also affordable, more affordable stuff there for your average type of person. Not really, you're not really going to find budget stuff, you know. You're going to find, I would say, like, if you're going to find a t-shirt there, it'll probably be within $30 to $100, depending on the shop you go to, you know. So, and also, they, I mean, they had stuff like Omega, they had Hermes, they had, like, Louboutin or whatever. They had all the big name brands as well. So, like, you know, if you're rich go there if you want to get a nice gift go there it's beautiful i loved i didn't buy anything though i just walked around i took photos i just chatted with people and um, just enjoyed it so much it was such a wonderful experience being there and i really enjoy i urge everybody who visits moscow to go to Goom. it's just across the street from the kremlin right right at red square so easy to find right easy to find um the Central Children's one was a bit different, though. It was it was still really nice on the inside, and it's not terribly far from there. I think it's about a 10-15 minute walk from Goom, um, and it's just down the road. So, like, all you need to do is just, just walk down there and you'll see it. And we went in there. It was really nice. And we went up to the sixth floor. So the first thing we did, we went up to the sixth floor. Well, I say that. The first thing we did was we stopped at a Krispy Kreme there. <laughs> and um, so we stopped at the Krispy Kreme, had a Krispy Kreme donut, and then went to the top. The top is like this viewing deck. And it was pretty cool. You got to see lots of stuff. I wouldn't say it was like the most spectacular view ever. The, the mall is pretty tall, but it's not like terribly tall. So you don't see a lot of stuff, but you do see a, a good amount of stuff. Um, so I really enjoyed it going up there. You got to see lots of Moscow. You got to just look around and see things. And it was it was nice. I enjoyed it. Um, now, the inside, though, like the shopping stuff was it was all like children oriented stuff. They had a museum as well about children, like Soviet children. Uh, yeah. Let me try that again. Soviet children toys. They had those and they were really cool. It was a cool little experience. You know, the person I was with was like, oh my God, I know this. I had this when I was a kid and stuff like that. So it was, it was, it was cool. It was a good trip. I enjoyed it. Um, it was only like a hundred rubles to go inside. So it's like $2. So I recommend it. I do recommend it. Um, what else was there? So the American store in there, which is, I just want to highlight for those of you who may enjoy this stuff. Now, snacks, it was snacks, right? I went in there, I bought A&W root beer. I bought this American Mountain Dew. It was not like your standard Mountain Dew, but it was like the Mountain Dew 
ice or whatever those energy drink ones that you see at, at like Walmart or Publix or something like that. So I was very happy to see this, especially the root beer. I was super happy. I had root beer. Oh my God, I was so happy. <laughs> they also had all sorts of other stuff from around the world as well, not just American stuff. Um, but they did have like things like nerds. They had um, Oreo O's. I didn't even know they made Oreos still. But apparently they do. It's in English. I knew they had it in South Korea, but it was in English. So maybe they do have it. Well, I haven't been back in, since 2019. I want to go back. I want to go visit Florida again. But I can't because coronavirus. But um, yeah, they had Oreo. They had Lucky Charms. They were expensive, though. I think for my three sodas, I paid... 900 rubles like 15 bucks or something no it was like 700 rubles so it's like 12 bucks or 10 bucks or something like that but yeah the boxes of cereal were a thousand it was like it was like almost two thousand uh twenty dollars for like a box of oreos or lucky charms which i wanted oreos but i didn't want 20 dollar oreos or maybe i did i don't know maybe i should have bought them i don't know i i can't now i'm back i've been back for weeks so um Enough about shopping, though. Let me talk about sites. Because, well, as I said earlier, it was right next to the Kremlin and Red Square, which is a cool place, by the way. Um, there's lots of cool sites to see there. There's the mausoleum. There's just the Kremlin in general. There's, a, there's like a church over there. Um, and there's like a big building, which I think was a museum. And, yeah, you just walk around. You have this, like, old vibe, I guess. You know, this old Soviet vibe. You, you look at it and you feel like, wow, this is from the pictures right all the stuff that i've seen of moscow this is this is it i'm here i'm standing in front of this stuff there's so much history that went on there there's so much stuff that goes on there currently and it's just a really cool place to be you know like red square is it's big you, you know from afar it doesn't look that big but once you get up to it you're like oh okay it's quite big um so it was there and it was nice what else the park was cool uh we went to i think the biggest church in Russia, I forget what it's called. Um, maybe it's just like Church of Christ the Savior. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, we walked around a lot of alleys, uh, down lots of bridges. There's lots. Of, it was really cool. It felt very different to St. Petersburg. A lot of people told me it's like St. Petersburg, but I would, I would disagree. Um, I mean, it's similar, right? It is quite similar, but it's not like if you've been to St. Petersburg, you haven't been to Moscow. Um, so I would say if you want to, it's worth the trip, but I wouldn't say it's so dissimilar that if you miss it, that you've missed something, uh, really big. So I would say, you know, if you go, it's fun. Great. Have a lot of fun. Go see all the things I talked about, but if you miss it, like, let's say you go to Russia, but you, you aren't able to make it to St. Petersburg or sorry, if you aren't able to make it to Moscow, then you haven't missed too much. And I would say definitely visit St. Petersburg first. It captures, I think, the essence of Russia a bit more than Moscow does, um, in a way. So comparing it to St. Petersburg, again, I will reiterate that it was definitely bigger. There's a lot more people there. It felt walkable, but less walkable than St. Petersburg. Uh, St. Petersburg feels very immediate. Like, you can just go anywhere, and you're always near something. Um, so it's good stuff. It's good. It's nice, but I would I, I I enjoy St. Petersburg more. I feel it's more walkable. It's more accessible. There's better. Um, I don't want to say better stuff, but there's a lot more stuff that I like in St. Petersburg. But as I said, Gum is a lot cooler than what we have here. Passage, um, which is very similar but not as nice. Um, they're they've got more shopping centers. They've got like a big business district with like hundred story skyscrapers. 
So it's, it's quite different, you know? It's kind of similar, but not very similar, but kind of similar. Who knows, right? So I would say it's definitely a cool place to go uh, if you get the opportunity. But my heart's in St. Petersburg. So I recommend St. Petersburg more. Anyways, let's go back to the trivia question then. You've had 28 minutes to think about it. So do you know what was the name of the ship that Captain Nemo piloted in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, right? So what was the name of the ship that Captain Nemo piloted in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? So think about it. Think about it. What is it? It's the Nautilus. Well, kudos to you if you got that right. You're you're a very uh, red person, you know? You've read good books. I liked it. I like that book. Uh, it's a great book. I do recommend it for everyone. I read it when I was in high school. It's been a while since I read it. I tried to read it in Russian, um, but been unsuccessful so far. Maybe I'll try to crack it open again and then try it again uh, if I find it. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know where it is. So, eh, eh, sorry about that. Um, anyways... Thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with me as I was gone for two weeks. I'll try not to do it again in the future unless I get sick again. Uh, I wasn't really sick, but like last week I had lost my voice, so it would have sounded weird. And the week before that I had some stuff going on, so I just I didn't feel in the right mind frame to record. So anyways, thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Share it with your friends. Uh, everybody's got a podcast. You know, It's going to be about everything, not just about teaching. So... Who knows? If you liked it, as I said, please share it. Um, you know, leave a comment. Send me a comment if you want. I'll be happy to read them. I always want to make this better. And I really enjoy doing this. You know, this isn't something I really plan to make money with. If I do, that's fine. But I just do it as a hobby, you know, just to talk about things. So uh, if you liked it and you think other people might like it, go ahead, share it with them. Anyways, thank you for listening. As always, I hope you're staying safe out there and goodbye.